Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. There's a lot to get to as we sit here, watch some live action, whether it's the NBA, whether it is the Mets in Los Angeles, there's a lot to get to throughout the course of the next few hours here. And of course I'll get to the Knicks and I want to get to the Rangers and devils. And look, we're coming off a Nets loss, tough loss in game two of their series. The one thing I will say quickly about the Nets is that their future is in good hands with bridges and Thomas. And you heard Capper and Carino, you know, alluding to that throughout the course of their broadcast. They're going to be just fine. I mean, they, they have some players here with Cam with uh, Cam Johnson, excuse me, Cam Johnson and Bridges. They're going to be okay moving forward. But this is a series where they're overmatched. I mean, nobody's expecting them to win this series, so it's tough up against it when you're talking about these two, you know, two games on the road against Philadelphia. I mean, it's been it's gone as expected for them. Anyway, the Islanders lose a game, game one, also expected. But the angle that I wanted to take to start here um, was the Yankee news from earlier in the day. Because, you know, it's it's enough for me already with John Carl Stanton. It's always something with this guy. It's always something. You have the Yankees with their incredible expectations, with their high payroll, all the talent in the world all over this team. He's one of the guys who you look at in the middle of the lineup to be an impact bat. And John Carlston has been that at times when healthy. The problem is, since he's been here, he's never, ever healthy. He had his first year with the Yankees. He played 158 games. That's about it. This was supposed to be a year with the Yankees. Not that they figured out how to keep him healthy because they would admit that you can't do that, right? Nobody knows the answers. If they knew the answers, obviously they would try to keep maybe they would keep them healthy. Fix it. Problem solved. Hey, we know what's wrong, so we'll fix it. They don't know what's wrong. But one of the things that was a the theme of the you know spring training season was getting John Carlos Stanton playing time in left field or in the outfield. Or right field specifically, because they wanted to move Judge to left field. So the idea, and meanwhile, people like myself are sitting there thinking, you're going to put Stan in the outfield? Oh, what could possibly go wrong? Number one, he's a butcher out there. Number two, he's bound to get hurt. But no, their thought process was, you know what? The injuries that he's had have been injuries from just kind of sitting around, and we think maybe playing him 
more often and playing him in the outfield, and he likes to get in the rhythm of the game as well, we'll keep him healthy. Well, no. Already we now have learned that that's not the case either because Stanton, like every other year, is going to miss some significant time. I mean, we thought 10-day IL for John Carl Stanton, and unfortunately now it's going to be significant here where the Yankees get the news of that strain, grade two strain with his hamstring. It's always something with Stanton. And to me... He is the Yankees' biggest problem. And I've said this for a while. Stanton is one of those guys that you look at and think, well, we can't win without him because his power bat, and that's what makes the Yankees so dangerous, all those home runs. And then people will reference his one terrific postseason dominance against the Red Sox. Stanton is too easily pitched to by good pitchers in big spots. He's too inconsistent, and he's always hurt. If the Yankees never made that move, now this is all hypothetical, of course, but I truly believe that the Yankees never made the move to acquire John uh, John Carl Stanton, which seems like a no-brainer at the time, even though I was against it because it was a redundant move. With Aaron Judge coming off the year that he had, it was redundant. You didn't need that type of player, and that was a huge mistake by Brian Cashman of the Yankees' front office. And that, to me, is the biggest reason why the Yankees have not been able to otherwise build a World Series caliber team. Stanton takes up a lot of the payroll. Stanton is taking up part of the roster construction. We're not even just talking about the money that it costs for him but and, and preventing you from getting other players. But you also account for him being in there, although he's never there. He's never there. I'm tired of it with John Carlos Stanton. It's always something with him. Similar to the way that we discuss some of the Met pitchers always being hurt. And by the way, we'll have some news on that. Former Met pitcher who now pitches for the Texas Rangers had to leave a game in the fourth inning tonight. Sound familiar? But we talked about this for years with Met pitchers or whatever. Like This is Stanton's a guy who's always hurt. And remember, Aaron Judge, there was a question mark with Judge, right? Being hurt. Oh, I don't know if you can give him a big contract. A judge, I mean, my goodness, compared to John Carl Stanton, he's an Iron Man. Obviously, he was last year, too, but Stanton, you look at the games played since 2018 where he played that 158, like we said, and really, Stanton the year before with the MVP year in 2017 played almost a full season, 159 games. Remember, that's without a DH when he was in Miami. Without a DH, he played 159 games. Prior to that, he really never he had one season of 150, one season with 145. So he was always missing some time here or there, if not significant time. But his MVP year at age 27, 159 games, you're thinking, all right, maybe this guy's going to get healthy. He's, in, he's a physical specimen, a Greek god. Plays 158 games his first year with the Yankees, even though the numbers were so far from what they were his MVP year. Where uh, 30 and 100 is good for anybody. 38, 100, and 266 would normally be good for anybody. But coming off of a 59, 132, 281 year, it was not. That was not the guy that the Yankees traded for. And then since then, he played a total of 41 games in, combined in 2019 and 2020. Obviously, the pandemic played a part in 2020, but 
there was a 60-game season. Stanton played a third of those. He couldn't even stay healthy for a 60-game season. 2021, he played 139. Wow, that's a lot. You'd actually sign for that. If he could play 139 games, you'd sign for that. Stanton last year, 110 of 162. And this year already, 13 games in, he's going to be out at least a month. I mean, that is, come on now. It's unacceptable. And when you look at some of the reasons to why, you know, I've said this, like I said, in years past, but it just reaffirms it. When you look at some of the reasons why the Yankees have not been able to build a team that could get to and win a World Series, I think Stan's the number one culprit. They've had guys that didn't develop, whether it be Gary Sanchez. You know, Torres has been up and down. and was having a good start to this year. There have been plenty of guys who, you know, have come and gone that didn't live up to the expectations. But Stanton's the one constant. He's been here, and he has never lived up to the expectations, not even in the one year where he was fully healthy in 2018. Because even those numbers were not what was were not what was expected of him coming off of his MVP year in Miami. John Carl Stanton, whether you want to admit it or not is a problem. He's a problem for the Yankees. The fact that he's never stand hit more than 40 home runs with the Yanks coming off of you know getting traded after a 59 home run season. That's a problem. And you can't rely on him. He's a liability in the outfield. He never stays healthy. If you can't put him in the outfield when he is healthy, then what are you doing? You're clogging up the DH spot. Oh, and plus, if you're trying to watch payroll, look what you're invested in him. He is part of the problem, if not the problem. I know Cashman with the pitching and all that stuff. And look, the Yankees have been a little bit unlucky in recent years. And, you know, the Astros with cheating, all that stuff. But the Yankees' best team of this entire run, their best team, and they would admit it, and they basically did, was 2017. That was the year Giancarlo Stanton won an MVP in Miami. It's been downhill since then. You can choose to blame others. You can choose to just look at the raw power and get caught up in Stanton's you know, one big postseason that he had. But the reality is he's been a big problem here. I said it at the time. I hated the trade for the Yankees. They didn't need him. And what, six years later now? Hard to believe it's that long. Six years later now, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. He's still a problem. If you had to go back and do that trade over again, would you? And I hear you say, oh, the Yankees gave up nothing. Of course you take them on. No. They gave up financial flexibility. They gave up a roster spot that could have been used to chase somebody else, a better ball player that would have fit better for similar money. And one who maybe could have stayed on the field and been productive. John Carl Stanton is a big problem for the Yankees. And I really think they'd be best. And I don't know what they could do with him at this point. But if there were any takers, that's the type of move 
that could shake this team up and maybe free up a spot and some money to where they could get a, a player that would fit them better by, you know, being able to actually play the outfield, being able to actually stay in the lineup and maybe do more things than be a a Greek god-like built body and essentially be a part-time DH who you're lucky if you get 100 games out of him. We'll get into the Knicks as well. A lot to get to with them as, you know, look, coming off of a thrilling win. I mean, I was loving every second of that. No, maybe not every second of it because there were some frustrating plays uh, that involved that Knicks game one. They didn't even play a great game, honestly, and they still were able to beat Cleveland. And we felt good about this series going in. I feel even better about it now, although Josh Hart being doubtful for game two is a little bit of a problem. But you got the Knicks getting ready for game two on Tuesday night, tomorrow night. You got the Rangers Devils getting set to get underway tomorrow night. Tomorrow's just going to be crazy. Old school Knicks Rangers postseason. I was shopping for tickets today. We could get into that a little bit later on. I mean, it's going to cost you, but they are available. So you had the Nets losing to the Sixers tonight, but the future is bright. For the Nets with Bridges and Johnson showing they could be, you know, a good young core to be able to build around. You had the Islanders losing a tough one where the power play came up empty, and that's the difference in the game. Two power play goals for the Canes, none for the Islanders. They lose 2-1. But it's game one and what is going to be a hard-fought, tough series for the Islanders. Carolina, obviously one of the better teams in the postseason, so the Islanders are going to be up against it anyway. But uh, I think you could be more encouraged with that game, the way that Sorokin played. And just hope that your power play gets going. Because without that, you know it's going to be tough to score uh, on Carolina. And, you know, like we said, Knicks, Cavs, Rangers, Devils, Islanders lose, Nets lose. And we got the Yankees who have an off day. But it's always something with John Carl Stanton. The Mets are in action right now in a, a high-scoring affair in Los Angeles. 5-3, Mets have the lead. And Brett Beatty. Is the big story. All you guys screaming and hollering for Brett Beatty. Well, guess what? He's here. Now we could find something else to complain about for you Met fans out there. And something shocking actually took place in the game tonight that uh, I I wasn't sure I was going to see. Daniel Vogelback swung the bat and actually made contact. Hit a home run. How about that? See what happens when you don't look for walks? Swing the bat. Good things could happen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 